but I look across the table at the meeting or I look across the room and I see someone with a little smirk on their face. I'm like, I wonder if they're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Or I have that moment where I panic and I go, I wonder if I accidentally said that out loud instead of keeping it in my head. Whoop. While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. Installing a TV in the sound studio? <laughs> am I going to get distracted by it? Or am I going to have an issue with radio interference or cable interference? I, I don't know what it is. I'm not a big tech person, but oh well, it's here. Maybe we can watch like episodes of Abbott Elementary live and we'll, we'll cut out the commercials because they're not paying me for that shit. But I don't know. Maybe we'll do it. But, anyways, thank you guys for, uh, for tuning into this episode. This is Classroom Brew, the podcast where we have a couple of drinks because we're teaching. And if we don't, laugh about it over a couple of drinks. We're going to cry about it. And my name is Ryan. I am a teacher and a coach. I've been at this for about six years or so, the podcast and uh, the career of teaching. And uh, if you want, you can be on the podcast by emailing me. It is classroombrew at gmail.com. Uh, we also have the Instagram, the TikTok, and the Twitter. Those are all at classroombrew. No numbers, no spaces, no fancy characters, just classroombrew, no spaces. Um, Whatever you're listening in, whatever app it is, if you can give us five stars, that helps us out apparently. And then of course, if you want to get like a classroom brew koozie for your beers or a shot glass or a coaster or a t-shirt or whatever else we've got for merch for the podcast, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. I think it's about two, three bucks a month uh, to help support the show and some of the producing costs and things like that to keep it going. So those of you that are patrons, I appreciate you guys. You keep the show going. And uh, yeah, big shout out to you guys. Wow, I don't know if you guys can hear all the interference. Uh, probably not because we'll fix it in post. But anyway, I was, uh, I was thinking about <laughs> this idea of, how do I put it? Like the ideal scenario for a teacher. So maybe, should we, should we start there with this one? Picture this. You wake up in the morning. You show up to school. You're on time. Your favorite coworker, they brought you a coffee. Your principal, they made sure that not only was everything set up for the day, but they also provided donuts for the staff. All of your students are on time and none of them skip school. The adults in the building stop being assholes. You're having such a good day copy machine. It's actually working. It didn't jam on you even once. It's such a beautiful day. The weather outside is beautiful. You open the windows and none of the students complain. The BO smell, body odor, is a non-issue. You're sitting there, never having to repeat your instructions, speaking only at a whisper because your students are so engaged and so entrenched in their education. They're completely invested. 
you're having such a good day, when suddenly, this has been a dream. It's not real. None of it's real. You're just in the normal, every single day, nightmare that is teaching. Funding is shit. Kids aren't invested in it. The adults aren't even invested in it. And of course the government isn't, as we've, as we've, said, as we've said multiple times. But you know what? It is what it is. That could have been a pep talk easily. That sounds a lot like a pep talk, isn't it? Um, anyway. Well, hey, so here's my favorite highlight of, of the past couple of weeks or so. And that is these t-shirts that are designed. And this is a school, keep in mind. I, I, I know I don't have to say that, but I feel like it should be said because of what I'm about to say. At our school, we have this attendance incentive that it has. I don't know what the shirt says. But the shirt has a typo, like a really bad typo, like just a misspell completely, like not even like a, oh, I see why they might have thought it was spelled out, just a fuck up typo, which to me is hilarious. And I don't even care. I don't even care where the error comes from. Maybe it's from the company. Maybe it's from who designed the shirt. Maybe it's from the people that ordered it. I don't even care. And it, it, to be honest with you, it's not the first time that there's been a shirt typo. <laughs> for an incentive in the school. Not even the second. But oh my, my, my. It is so satisfying when there is a typo. On the I think they ordered replacements. But wow, was that satisfying to see. That made me, it was so, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how, maybe this is my toxic trait. Like there's, I always have to have in my head, I don't say it out loud, but there's, in my head, there's some sort of like a snarky comment or a joke about something, uh, especially if it's something that I'm frustrated with. But when it's something that's hilarious, such as a typo that was produced by professionals and it's for students in an institution of education, that makes it so much better. That's so funny to me. I loved it. It was incredible. Uh, it, it's, it's so funny when when something is so obvious to me and I, I have this like snarky comment or joke that I keep in my head, but I look across the table at the meeting or I look across the room and I see someone with a little smirk on their face. I'm like, I wonder if they're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Or I have that moment where I panic and I go, I wonder if I accidentally said that out loud instead of keeping it in my head. Whoop. So it is what it is. I say that as someone who can clearly, you know, manage oneself. Um, unlike, I mean, I was, you know, recently very disrespected by a student called um, a racial slur that is not even applicable to my race. So, I mean, just yikes all around. And uh, the, the weirdest part is the student didn't even realize that it was an issue. Uh, that is for sure a first in my, I only, I'm only six years in, but that is a first for me. Uh, and the response from another student who was also having a, a glorious day uh, at the school. These are high schoolers, by the way, that I should mention. Uh, old enough to know better, but choose not to sometimes. Definitely choose not to sometimes. But um, the uh, the other student who was also having a glorious day decides to go, oh, you hurt his feelings. I'm like, it's not about feelings, motherfucker. <laughs> it's about respect at this point. Um, holy shit. It was so uh, jarring. I didn't yell. I'm not a yeller. It's just not my style when I'm teaching. Uh, but that was it for the day for that student. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Hope your, your day gets better from here and we'll, we'll try again tomorrow. It, it is what it is. Um, yeah, that was, that was wild. 
Uh, there was a pep rally that we had, and granted, our homecoming game was a little bit spoiled. It was a, a come-from-behind win that got spoiled at the end there. Uh, we just could not overcome all the injuries that we were dealing with that week and injuries that happened in the game um, and even some suspensions. Oops. But, um, yeah, it, it was a close one. We lost by six points in the last, like, two, three minutes or so. But coming from a, was it a 12-0 deficit at, at the... Uh, the, at the halfway why am I speaking like I don't know this, this thing uh, at halftime and then uh, scoring late in the third and then midway through the fourth quarter to tie it up so that was nice um, it's a nice moment it's cool to see the crowd finally in it it only took five six years of, of building that program for people to to finally show up to games consistently and, and support and uh, it's a shame that we couldn't bring that one home but it is what it is um, which by the way this is random I, it has nothing to do with teaching but I had these weird thoughts. Like I remember the weird thought I had from my dad telling me every time you start a car, it costs you a dollar. Maybe some, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I remember, so I've talked about my fridge deodorant, the teacher deodorant thing, like teacher desk deodorant, but also if you got it in a fridge at home, it's very refreshing. It's nice. Maybe not in the winter time, but it's very refreshing. It's very nice. I like it. It's nice. Um, have I said it's nice? My dad, when I was a kid, teaching me about deodorant when I was, I, I did it young because like wanted to smell good but he would tell me that the number of swipes for your deodorant or antiperspirant whatever it is is whatever your age is <laughs> whatever your age is that's how many swipes of deodorant you require <laughs> like as if there's more bo the older you get maybe there is i don't know uh so in my head being at the time i don't know how old we'll just say seven uh thinking oh okay seven swipes and then when i turned eight i was all right eight swipes it was like a big deal i remember thinking i'm on one of my birthdays one of my birthdays had a stroke uh, i remember thinking like oh i'll have to swipe more on my deodorant <laughs> i don't know why uh as if and not as a kid i didn't pause for a moment to think like hey dad does that mean you're swiping 30 plus times you see i didn't age my dad right there you're welcome dad but <laughs> it just didn't occur to me uh, so I was thinking like, yep, you just add one for every year of your life. It's, it's a, you would go through deodorant so fast. I don't even know how many swipes, how many, I don't know how many swipes I do. I just kind of, you know, feel it out. How many times do you swipe deodorant or should, how many times should you swipe deodorant? I love how I, I messed that up so much instead of the space bar, I did the period thing and all this stuff. And just no pick-me-up from, uh, from autocorrect. So this one from uh, Schmidt's Naturals, they're saying you swipe one to two times. That can't be right, though. How many times should you swipe deodorant? What happens if you put on too much deodorant? Too much aluminum in your body can cause bone disease or dementia. That explains a lot. Uh, how long should a stick of deodorant last? For years? Oh, how long it'll work. Replace the stick every three years if you still have it? Who's it? Who's going, like, is it sitting on a shelf or are you using it that quickly? There's no way. That's, in, that's an insane amount of deodorant. Uh, how do you get the most out of deodorant? That's, that's too much. If you're using more than three, swipe, three swipes of deodorant, you're doing it wrong. Is it three swipes? Is that really three swipes? 
Is that what it's supposed to be? I mean, the article, it has a... That's a child. Even though applying deodorant is something most of us are doing daily, nearly 300 million Americans use antiperspirant, blah, 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 blah. We'd always get it right, putting on deodorant, simple swipe and go, blah, 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 blah. How to put it on. Swipe in the morning, limit your swipes, stick, roll on, blah, 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 blah. You only need two to three swipes of stick deodorant for sufficient underarm coverage. The roll-on kind using, and there's an ad, way to ruin it, I was mid-sentence. Using a roll-on deodorant? Then that's two or three rolls. Spray deodorant. Shake the can and spray for two to three seconds from several inches away. Gel. Twist the bottoms of the gel. Oh, I hated the gel kind. Uh, Twisting too much will make it so that you'll end up applying too much. Again, two to three strokes are all that's needed. A thin layer is sufficient for it to be effective, so it's important to remember that applying more will not necessarily make it more effective. Three, allow time to dry. To dry and then reapply if needed. For sure, uh, you don't want to get those marks on that. I did not know it was two to three swipes. Am I going through deodorant needlessly? I don't know what I did. Let me think about it. I'm going through my morning routine. Left arm. I don't. I did forgot to count. Maybe I do five, four, three. I'm certainly not doing 20-something uh, because that would be insane. I knew that, but two to three swipes is way less than I thought it would be. Did you, am I, should we put this on Instagram? Granted, I'm posting, I'm going to post it on Instagram before I will actually be posting the episode, but I, I need to figure this out. I don't know, what should I phrase it as? Like, uh, teachers, <laughs> how many swipes of deodorant do you use? Hey, teachers, how do you get through your day with deodorant? Hey, teachers, uh, how many swipes, how many, t- how many, how do you phrase this? How many times do you swipe deodorant in your armpits? What a weird question. Uh, two to three in the morning is the apparently the... I'm putting that in there as an example. Uh, move the thing. This is why I don't use Instagram, because it sucks. I'm probably behind on a lot of DMs, and this is why. Um, there it is. It's posted. Maybe we'll have a follow-up for next week. Maybe we won't. It is what it is. Um, yeah. So two to three swipes. But anyways, that's what my dad, he told me, however old you are, that's how many swipes you got. I don't know why. I wish, I feel like, if he were to pick up, I feel like I should call him and figure it out. Is it worth a shot? Should we just go for it? Should we just real quick uh, call? I'm, I'm doing it. We're doing it. We're calling him. He's going to be, I have to let him know don't, that he's on the podcast. I've never done this before with a parent. You're next, mom. Watch, he's not going to pick up. And then I got to hang up real fast so that the number doesn't get blasted. Oh, is this a complete fail? Man. Probably big. Oh, that's such a shame. We'll do a follow-up at some point and we'll ask about the, the, I don't want to call him again because imagine if he panics and is like, what's wrong? And then I'm like, hey, why'd you tell me to swipe my deodorant the number of years old I was? And I was well past the age of two to three, of course. What two to three-year-old is using deodorant? We're going to figure this one out. All right, so you're okay with me recording it, Dad? 
Yeah, and then I'm going into the house. So I'm- okay. Yeah, I know. I caught you in it. So I don't know if you remember this. Uh, we I talked about deodorant for teachers in, in their desk or something like that. Like it was some like really small, minute thing. Do you remember when I was a kid? You you advised me at the time, maybe I was seven, to to swipe the deodorant in in my armpits, whatever age I was. So if I was eight, it was eight swipes. If I was nine, it was nine swipes. Do you remember this? No. <laughs> remember this? Do you know why you might have said that? Because like I was thinking at the time I was a kid, I didn't think about it. But you were like, yeah, just when you're older, you swipe it more. I have no recollection of that. None? Oh, you're kidding. Well, how many, how many times do you swipe? I, I don't know. I, I don't even think about it. Do you know, do you know what it's recommended for swipes? Because I looked this up. I didn't know this. If you, had, if you had a guess, how many swipes do you think it is? Six? It's two to three, apparently. Two to three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It came up one of those weird memories that kind of pops up. And I remember it was because I remember on my birthday one day thinking like, oh, I'm older. I got to swipe one more time. Like, I'm not even kidding. So anyway. I, no, I have no recollection of it, but that, that's a funny story, actually. I'll have, to, I'll have to ask like one of the girls, something like that, see if they see if they remember. But that was it, really. Yeah. yeah thanks, sir. Thanks for letting me do that. But okay. All right. Well, I love you. I love you, too. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> that's the most the it's amazing uh you guys caught it i had to i had to whoosh because it, you know it happened as soon as i was done recording that's when he calls so I'll, I'll have to splice it back in for you guys but uh we got some follow-up on the deodorant story and of course he doesn't remember but i promise you it did happen and that's real that just happened anyway uh back to back to the the live part of the the recording live you know what i meant we spent a lot of time on deodorant thank you for bearing with me that's me taking a drink Woo-hoo. we're doing that canned mojito thing um how cool would it be if he actually called back then we would basically take a live call who knows um anyway uh, i put a note on here and no context just i wrote weird parent emails and it's a good thing that I have enough memory capacity right now to remember what I meant because it wasn't a weird email I received from a student. It was a weird email handle. So the obviously I'm going to have to alter this a little bit, but I'm going to give you the equivalent to this email that I that I got from a, a parent. And this is the email, by the way, that's in the gradebook system. So it's the official email, official, air quotes, that the parent gave when they were asking in the main office for contact information. You know, like, hey, uh, my daughter is, uh, is 17 years old. She was uh, born December uh, 4th. Uh, my email is, is bigsack21. Huh? Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. It's at gmail.com. That's not what we're reacting to, ma'am. Or, or like... Yeah, so I, my, my son, he has an inhaler uh, for his asthma. I just want to make sure the nurse has that. Uh, if you want, you can reach me at 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? The dip, what? Big sack 21. I am, I'm changing things very slightly, but that's so close to what it actually was. It's far enough away, and there's a difference in, you know, one of the words that I know you're never going to guess it, 
Also, your teachers, you're not going to, you know, dox a parent for their email. What the fuck? We were told in high school, don't have an inappropriate, weird email because eventually when you try to get a job or apply to colleges, they're not going to take you seriously. This is a professional adult. And Big Sack 21 is their, basically their email. Again, I'm changing it enough that you would never know who or what the email is. But what happened to you? And this is the email that they're using to, to converse, to, to start a dialogue with their child's teachers. Oh, weird, right? It's not just me. Maybe it is just me. I feel like sometimes I, I have these experiences and I'm like, this is surreal. No one's going to believe me. And then no one does because why would it happen in a sane world? No one knows. So, um, And then I saw on, uh, this would be our last thing, I guess. I saw on Reddit that somebody asked how you handle a runner on field trips. And this is if you've got like a, a student who has a, a flight risk issue uh, attached to them. Attached to them? I don't know. Uh, yeah. How does, here's how it goes. So this is from the, the subreddit teachers that I follow sometimes. And this is user Abby121 or something. Uh, and it goes, thank you everyone for the advice. Oh, sorry. That's her response. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah, whatever. There's an update there. I'm just going to read some of the comments. But one person suggested, like, can you refuse to take them unless a parent comes on the trip? Can you talk to the principals? Another person's response. A lot of people say the principal. The principal should be exclusive. Uh, as their chaperone. Some really good advice. My advice to you is let them run away. See what happens. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, and I'm, I'm thankful that I read this because I've never had that concern. And I take kids on field trips once a month. So thank you for putting this question out there. And now I'm going to panic anytime the kid walks off more than mm, 50 feet. Um, is that too big of a number? It's probably too big of a number. That's not that far. It could be a big facility. Who knows? Um, yeah. Someone asked, this is my favorite one. This is JSEAL777. Ask their parents if they're familiar with the concepts of Darwinism. Uh, and then someone else replied, I like to call it, that's what you get. So let them run away. Fuck it. See what happens. Be like, hey, can I, can I just like leave this field trip and go home? Be like, you should totally do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't worry about the bus home. Just you figure it out with Uber. They're like, what's Uber? Be like, you'll figure it out. Don't worry. Uh, that's, that's where I stand with that. Not really. I'm sure someone will clip it. But anyways. Thank you guys for, this was, this has been a weird fucking week. We had a gas leak in the building. This is, I, I'm home super early in the evening and early is like late for most people. So just bear with me there uh, because of the gas leak. And so they canceled like all practices and games and stuff like that for the evening. Um, it, good and bad things that go with that. So it is what it is. But thank you guys so much for, for listening and supporting. Uh, you can reach out classroombrew at gmail.com if you want to be on the show or just, you know, send me something. It's all good. Um, no weird email handles, please. Like big sack 21 or whatever the fuck it was. Um, you can also, uh, reach or, uh, subscribe on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash classroom brew for that bonus content, like video podcasts and extended episodes and exclusive episodes only available on Patreon and the podcast merch. Uh, the biggest thing for a podcast like this, any podcast really is to, uh, spread the word, uh, word of mouth is the biggest way that more people find our podcast. So if you're at a PD, or if you are, <laughs> did I just make it cringe? Are you listening to me right now at a PD? Who knows? Uh, or if you have a teacher friend or someone that you know that's in teaching, whoever, spread the word. 
uh, because that helps us out and then connect to more people. I know we haven't done that many episodes with guests, but we do have some that are coming up very soon. I got back-to-back ones that looks like we scheduled, so that'll be pretty cool. Uh, And authors, too, so that'll be really fun. But um, yeah, looking forward to that, but also looking forward to connecting with more people. Maybe during the summer when I'm no longer doing football, I'll be able to go around uh, to do some episodes here or there. Like podcasts, but outside, but the teacher pocket classroom, the whole thing, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening if you made it this far. And uh, until next week, class is best. This is Classroom Brew.